What you gonna do? What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode number 233, and I am one of your hosts, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter. I am also joined by David. You can follow him on Twitter. Dave, how are you doing? I am doing excellent. How are you doing? I am doing awesome, as always, on this fine Friday evening. Uh, you could purchase t-shirts from us, or from Pro Wrestling Tees, ProWrestlingTees.com. Yes, do not purchase it from us, because we don't have it. <laughs> we, got bootleg, we got bootleg shirts, man. Yeah, we got the bootleg. <laughs> ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out. Pick up the regardless tee. Pick up the stars and stripes marking Pick out up- shirt. Your checkbook and pick, order it. Pick up sticks. Great game. Pick up sticks. Remember that game? I do. Remember butts up? Butts up. That has what like how what like pick up sticks. How did that go? How in your uh, mind, what was the connection there? The connection? It was really no connection. Just an old game played uh on the schoolyard. But what did what was butts up? It wasn't a game, it was a punishment, wasn't it? No, it was a game. No, it was pretty it much just like handball. No. It was pretty much handball. No, butts up, you were, you would play suicide, and then the loser would have to get the ball. Oh, the entire game we called it, the entire game we called butts up. What was your version of butts up? Oh, I can barely remember. I had to read up the rules. Because <laughs> uh, it was 37 years ago, right? Yeah, brother? I had to read the rules yesterday because I, they played it on uh, up, up, down, down. And right, I had but to, that, see, because that, that was a consequence. With no, no, they no didn't actually intended. play the game. Yes, they did. They went and played suicide. Or they, I mean, when they, they went and played butts up. They had I, butts I, up was the consequence for losing. No, I have to. I they have the rules posted. See what I would do, suicide. We would like, play butts up is the game. But there's a bunch of other like names for that game too. If you go to Wikipedia, they have like 15 names for the game, but it's butts up. See, for us, when we were kids, it was butts up was the punishment. We would play suicide. Suicide was a game you would take like a tennis ball or handball, throw it against the wall, and it would have to go past a certain point, I think. And then if somebody caught it, then you were out or something like that. Yeah. I don't fully remember that. You had that. to like throw it against the wall, and if you caught it, you were out. It had to bounce um, a certain a certain. A, off the wall yeah a certain amount of away from the wall but then the loser you could call a challenge if it, the ball's oh, all the yeah. way out there and they would and the have challenge to, would have to, you have to throw it all the way there right yeah and they could always call like relay man or something where they could throw it to someone in the midfield or something and they could either screw you and throw it to the wall or they could let you get to the wall right oh my god like, I, I know I was reading up these rules <laughs> and I'm like oh my god it's been so long since I've but played that's, this game but that's that's suicide we, we called it butts up. See, no, see, butts up go, was the go consequence. When you get a That's chance, so like, weird. they have fifteen names for it that I didn't even know existed. See, that was our suicide, and butts up. You would would be the punishment where you would 
if you lost the game, everyone that was still in would go. You would line up against the wall, put your hands. Oh, against you see, the wall. we we did it. We played butts up, and you would every time you got an out, you would spell out butts up, and you would get up against the wall, kind of like playing horse. How you get a letter? We'd play butts up, and you would get a letter for every time you uh, have to go up against the wall. Maybe I'm remembering it wrong. I definitely no. I definitely. I mean, I'm sure that there's multiple rules. I mean, there's multiple rules for everything. Right. So then the loser would have to line up, and then everybody would take turns throwing the ball at you. We never had a lineup like that. Yeah. Well, we never had a lineup. I thought. I think it was always uh, like uh, one person or whoever caught uh, got you out. And you you use those little pinky balls. Yeah, handballs. What? No, no, the pinky ones. What are they called? Pinky ones. Yeah, the Spalding balls or whatever. Like, as if you were, like, right now, 60 years old from Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, the pinky, the pinky balls, the, I don't know, whatever. But, what? At Canarsie, played handball on the courts. Yeah. Yeah. Back Good in times. Brooklyn. Back in the hometown, yeah. So, uh, that was our show, folks. Thank you for listening. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, Someone wanna... wishes that we didn't listen, though. Paul Hogan. Yeah. He wishes that we didn't listen to everything that he said. Huge news coming out of Hulk Hogan's uh, mouth, but years ago. Yeah, like eight years ago, I think. So uh, Thursday night, I guess some rumblings happened, and uh, I guess the National Enquirer threatened or published transcripts of Hulk Hogan using racial slurs, and... Uh, WWE terminated his contract immediately and removed him from their website completely, removed him as a judge from Tough Enough, um, removed all his merchandise from WWE's shop, removed Curtis Axel's Axel Mania t-shirt from WWE's shop. Yeah, I feel bad for Curtis Axel because this is the one of the best gimmicks that the best gimmick that he's had for him in his career, and now it's done. And I was wanted to buy an Axel Mania shirt. I guess that's what I get for waiting for it to go on sale. But. Yeah, and he's no longer going to be in. They're mo- removing him from WWE 2K16. Yeah, which is unbelievable. I guess he has tons of new action figures that were shown at Comic-Con. Oh, yeah. I guess yeah, the Mattel figures. So much for that. So much for NWO Hogan and those. Yeah, that NWO Hogan was supposed to be a special. I think that was their WrestleMania figure. Yeah, too. So it'll be interesting to see if they create a different WrestleMania figure. Um, I really do feel bad for Hogan in this because it was eight years ago, but what he said is completely wrong. Uh, completely. There's no um, justification for anything that he said. I just don't think that the punishment fits the crime. I understand WWE. like I, I, I think the punishment fits the crime, but I think that they... I think it's weird that they just started taking a stance now when in the past so much of this was prevalent and no stances were taken. I mean, Vince McMahon used that word on television on more than one occasion. As a joke. Yeah. So uh, I like, – Yes, as, but even still. No, but it's, yeah, it's even still. But like I'm saying like he used it as – like it's – he used but even the still, word. It's, a, it's an encouragement. It's encouraging – that using that word is okay. Right, and that's what I'm saying. Like, he used it as a joke. Like, he like it's funny to him to use that word. And it's not. But, 
I mean, I was going to say, what are you going to do? That's not funny. I didn't actually mean it for it to be like that. Yeah, it's it's not funny. It's a very uh, serious thing. And I think that it's just kind of, we've see, I'm curious to see what they're going to do, how many people are going to bring up about the Vince McMahon past with that. I feel like this is, they should be taking stances across with this and a ton of other things that come up. So, yeah, I mean, I know Jim Ross said that he thinks that it should be like this where it's one strike, you're out. If you say something like that, same thing with uh, the drug policy and everything. But yeah. I, don't, I don't think the punishment fits what Hogan did, especially I, because it's been eight years. I I disagree. I think that the punishment fits the what was said. But like you said, I you, think you that get, this should have been well, how are you years gonna, ago. And he wasn't even in WWE eight years ago. So how is yeah. that like? But then you have all these people. At least I don't think he was. People's past come up uh, while they're with their WWE, and then they get released or something. I mean, but, but who? I'm, I don't. I don't think so. I'm fine with it. They have a zero tolerance uh, policy, and I mean, it's it's going to be interesting to see how often they do this zero tolerance policy and how often they actually stick to it. And I think, what was it? Do you have WWE's full statement or no? No. Uh-uh. They, they said, um, WWE is committed to embracing and celebrating individuals from all backgrounds as demonstrated by the diversity of our employees, performers, and fans worldwide, which is such like a BS, like, PR statement because... Well, they have to. But I'm saying, like, as somebody who's watched professional wrestling since 1997... I know that's not completely true, where there's been tons of stereotypes all over, up and down, tons of racial things up and down the the spectrum of WWE. The Mexicools? Uh, I don't, who else can you name? I mean... Nation the, of Domination? The Booker T, Triple H angle, that was pretty, like, out there, where Booker T was basically Triple H's slave. Like, come on. Yeah, there's... there's... Numerous occasions where stuff like this has come up, but it's, I feel like this policy should have been uh, um, put in place a, while, a long time ago. But I, I think, um, who said it? Uh, MVP. He said how he's not surprised by it all, and if we all knew what our, like, uh, whoever we look up to, what happens behind the closed doors, we'd be surprised. And I don't, or he said something um, around that, the lines of that, and I believe it 100%. I mean, I think that if you don't believe that, it would be pretty ignorant to just be in so much denial that you're a legend you look up to. There's no possibility that they would be like that. I just think that within time, it'll blow over. Hogan will be back. I don't know when. I don't think he should have been removed from a video game, especially since thought there was going to be a whole thing revolving around Hogan. I don't think so. I know I told you before, I think, but I don't think they did. I think he was just a playable character. I thought it was going to be um, a Stone Cold Steve Austin story mode and a Hogan story mode. I guess that must could have been just rumors, but uh, I know when WWE SmackDown vs. Raw 2008 was coming out, that was put on hold for Chris Benoit. And Benoit was completely removed. 
Yeah. And that game turned out to be what people say is one of the worst games of all time. So hopefully this doesn't happen to <laughs> 2K16, even though I have low hopes, low expectations for the game already. Yeah. So, But it's an unfortunate thing that happened. And... Uh, yeah, you just have to really, this day and age, you really do have to watch what you say. It's not like in the past where you can say something, it's not going to be uh, spread, uh, it's not going to spread like wildfire. Like, yeah. given it's eight years in the past, but this day and age, you say something and on video or audio or whatever, it could come back to haunt you. You really have to be careful and uh, thoughtful of your words. So keep posting that video of Vince McMahon saying it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, all right, so let's move on. We have comments and questions or no? No, there's no comments and questions. Okay, well, let's skip that uh, segment of the show. Let's move on to <laughs> WWE Battleground, which took place in uh, St. Louis, Missouri at the Scott Trade Center. There was surely a battleground when it comes to these uh, the predictions. Because it was kind of like a squash, completely brutalized. So it wasn't I didn't pick really, one match correct. Was it really a battleground now, was it? Oh, no, it was a battleground. It was just a mutilation. It was more like a gladiator fight with someone without weapons. No, what it sounds like is you didn't even try, and I just completely came in there and boom, 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 boom. Even though no, it no, been you like said boom way snaps. too many times. You only yeah, guessed three matches, three. correct? Yeah, it should have been boom, boom, boom. Yeah, but then, I, then I would have sounded like that song I was, that you sing. Yeah. No boom, Brand, boom. Brandon got Orton, PTP, and Cena. I yeah, got yeah, no pe one. People don't need the breakdown. They can go back and listen to last week's episode and see, oh, Brandon got PTP, Orton, and, and, and Cena. Yeah. But we uh, had the, the pay-per-view kicked off with the pre-show yeah the king uh moniker on the line i guess the king gimmick the crown or whatever yeah i guess so uh king barrett picked up the victory there against r-truth oh you actually said king barrett yeah was, <laughs> uh, don't get used to it but yeah very happy he picked up the victory i could have went with either way though kind of because i do like but, what r-truth's doing but even like but it would, still it would be bearing completely even still with the way wwe was going with our truth pushing him so hard with the whole crown and scepter with the plunger and the toilet not the toilet paper the burger king crown and the yeah. towel it really could have been our truth as the winner there and then that could have been like the oh gosh my downward spiral king barrett's no longer the king i'm just they, a little they, peasant you hear about how they made it uh they took a wait what did they do they blacklisted the name uh, Wade. Why? Like how they had that book of like words you can't say. Uh, I guess for some reason from what I was reading, Wade is now on that list. I don't why? know why because it's Wade Barrett, but I guess now they're getting rid of the word Wade completely where it's just if anything happens, he's just Barrett or Bad News Barrett. I don't get it. What if Dwayne hosts? That's a Dwayne Wade joke. Yeah. <laughs> 2015, folks. Not every joke's going to hit. It's not yeah. really, I mean, it's not even a joke, but whatever. Uh, uh, kicking off the main big pay-per-view, the small pay-per-view, Randy Orton picked up the victory against Sheamus. 
Uh, it was actually, I thought it was a good match. I came in halfway through this match, but I don't know. It, to me, I, I feel like I I'm probably didn't give it enough of a chance, though. I guess there was like a lot of reversals towards the end of the match that I, I guess I was into, and I don't know. I I I, was, I came home from a concert and watched this, so it was really late at night. Yeah, I don't know why or how you did that. I mean, I that's how I watched. I, what sucks is that a lot. I've missed a lot of pay per views this year. Yeah, you should just go to sleep and wake up in the morning and watch. I can't. I got to know what happens. It's it's a soap opera that I watch and I'm addicted to it. Jeez. I sit there scratching my my like beard. I'm like tweaking and everything and. Then I, sure. start, then I start twerking. Uh, next up, you had the tag team titles on the line as primetime players defeated New Day. Uh, good match, good tag team match. Yeah, Biggie Langston and Kofi Kingston did not pick up the victory, unfortunately. Uh, before the match, they cut a great promo, which just to me says that New Day should be champions. I, I laughed my butt off when uh, Kofi was walking down to the uh, ring. How he was clapping. He was like clapping and like skipping pretty much. Yeah, well, that's what Kofi does. Yeah, it's pretty um, funny. Can, can you give us a New Day Rocks clap? Just say it, man. You got to just... Well, I was doing a clap. You're supposed to go well, along with it. I mean, I will go along with it if you go along with it. Nah. Next up, you had Bray Wyatt picking up the victory over Roman Reigns with a little bit of an assistance. Yeah. Um, CM Punk, Fred Durst, who else? Who else wears sweatshirts? Um, <laughs> anybody from whatever uh, CM Punk Society was, Straight Edge Society, right? Yeah, I guess. Uh, did they wear sweatshirts? I don't think so. Uh, Undertaker from time to time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, any uh, any UFC uh, fighter? Yeah, somebody from the '90s came <laughs> from the crowd out of nowhere. During the match and uh, hit Roman Reigns, attacked him. Yeah, threw him right into that barricade, threw him into the ring, and uh, allowing Bray Wyatt to pick up a victory. The yeah. mass, the hooded man, ended up being Luke Harper, reunited with Bray Wyatt. Yeah, I guess that's a Wyatt family reunion there. But is it really Wyatt family? I mean, Rowan's not there. Right, Eric Rowan. I guess. I guess if everybody got together without X Pac, it's still DX. Well, I was going to give the better example of Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr. It's still called the Beatles reunion. Oh man! <laughs> when do you ever see X Pac without DX? Really, these days, I should say. Yeah, that's true. Um, it's still. I still don't understand the. Some fans said that they explained why they were fighting. But I still don't get it. Uh, yeah, I don't get it either. It still seems like really random and thrown together. Because Bray Wyatt lost to Roman Reigns in the King of the Ring qualifying yeah, match, it, and Roman Reigns went on to lose. Yeah. That's a reason to fight. At least Luke Harper's back, though. I mean, was he really gone? Oh, okay. I don't think he was really gone. Well, he was... Gone for a good amount of time? I don't think so. I think he's been working on uh, Superstars and Main Event. Has he? I don't think he has been. I not, not, not that often. Well, regardless, that often. that's two. I forgot to count the first one. Um, thoughts on this reunion? Um, I'm a fan of it because, unfortunately, Bray Wyatt, the 
are not clever or creative enough to uh, give him some sort of a push. So, and then Luke Harper deserves to be in the main event. So, so does Bray Wyatt. Both do in their own right. But they just can't create any uh, storylines to get them up there. Plus, I feel like if they do bring them up there, then someone up there that we want up there is going to be pushed out, like someone that's be making their way up there, like Cesaro. So I'm I'm fine with them teaming up. We need more. We could always use more tag teams. I'm just wondering if this is if, the, if we'll see a new member of the Wyatt family. Yeah, I mean Rowan's out for a good amount of time with his injury. Yeah, so will there's there be rumors a third about that member? Sting uh, involvement in a storyline with them. Yeah, slam, I think where it might be Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns, and Sting taking on the Wyatt family, but without Rowan, obviously. Yeah, I was hoping for Eric Rowan and Luke Harper versus the Dudley Boys at SummerSlam. However, Eric yeah. Rowan got injured. I think and we'll have to wait for a little bit longer to see that. But uh, they are still hyping it, though. Are they? Yeah, I think Bully Ray recently, recently, maybe like a week or two ago, did tweet out something to Rowan or Harper. I think with Harper. Yeah, interesting. So, but if if they do have a six man tag at SummerSlam, who 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 do the Wyatts look to? Who do they look to join them? Yeah, do they get Bo Dallas because it's real life brothers, or do they get somebody from NXT, somebody like Baron Corbin or something? Oh, crazy. Uh, let's see. Maybe Baron Corbin may work, but I want to see Adam Rose as Leo Kruger with them. Okay, that would. I, I think that that would. That. I think that Rose could really benefit from that, and it would be a good time to uh, convert his character over. Interesting enough, I think it was yesterday. Was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday on Twitter. Adam Rose was doing like Throwback Thursdays, uh, or it was today. I don't know what it was, but he was tweeting pictures of Leo Kruger being like, "Remember this," and WWE uh, or WWE Universe, one of the two or both, retweeted him. So I don't know. Very interesting. If they're just I, I, messing with us, or what do you think about that idea? I would. I was a fan of Leo Kruger. I'm yeah. a fan of Adam Rose, but. Either way, would he keep? He would still keep Adam Rose as his name, or? Uh, no, I think switch it completely to Leo Kruger. I think that'd be too confusing for fans. I mean, you could always talk about how he's bought into the Kool Aid of Bray Wyatt, and that's not his name anymore. I was drinking Kool Aid before Kool Aid was wine yeah. juice. Um, no, I'm Leo. Kruger. I don't know if there's anyone in NXT. Maybe the only people in NXT that I could see joining them aren't really uh, being used yet. Like, I could see that uh, big guy Dylan, whatever, with the huge hands. I could see him align himself with uh, Bray Wyatt. Um, what about big game Smith James? Hmm. That could work, too. Or, uh, sorry. What's his name on? Yeah. NXT? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I got you. <laughs> um, I can't then you could go for... Uh, what is his name? I can't remember it. Um. Uh, now I got Bull Dempsey. Lost. Bull Dempsey. Yeah, but now I got forgot who I wanted to say. Also, no. um, whatever. Up next, we saw a match that was not announced for the pay per view. It happened uh, kind of on the spot. We had Charlotte 
Flair representing Team Page. We had Brie Bella representing Team Bella. And we had Sasha Banks representing Team Bad. Yeah, uh, this this match replacing that Intercontinental Championship match uh, that Ryback was going to be in. Right. Um, I do have to say that I did not like... I don't like the fact that they're calling themselves Team Bad. I wish Why? it was just bad. I don't... Because Team Bad sounds dumb to me. Do you feel like they're writing uh, Sasha Banks a little bit with it? Because isn't that what she used to go by? Bad or no? I don't know. Boss, you mean? Oh, yeah, boss. Never mind that. Yeah, so... I'm, I'm fine with Team Bad. I just wish it was just called Bad. Like, oh, who are you? We're bad. Oh, I got it. Yeah, or who are you? Oh, we're Team Bad. Yeah, I, that, I think like, Bad works better. What's Team Bad? Like, Team Sinbad? Like, what does that mean? Yeah. I don't I guess... What does it mean? It stand for again? It's, it's. Oh, I have no clue. Damn it! <laughs> uh, this was this was a. I was a big fan of this triple threat match. I thought that all three wrestlers did very well. Um, Charlotte picked up the victory by uh, submitting Brie. I believe so. With the, yeah, I think. She, yeah, the figure eight. Yeah. I was a. I was really a big fan of this triple threat match. I mean, um, I, I liked it. Most yeah. parts. That I didn't like of the match was Charlotte, but I mean that's what I'm gonna continue to not like Charlotte. And, yeah, they're they're allowed to. I I mean I, I was could sit down. It. I could sit down and watch the match with you and be like, that was awful. That was awful. That was awful. That was okay, but not great. I was able to watch this match a lot less uh, fidgety to like want to go to get some food or whatever, and I could make it through it as opposed to any of the other matches. Yeah. So. Well. Uh, next up, you had the U.S. Ch- uh, championship on the line as John Cena defended against Kevin Owens. John Cena picking up the victory to a lot of uh, dismay of the IWC. Yeah, Kevin Owens tapped out to John Cena. There, what one heck of a match, though. Yeah. Um, and now, sheets, news site, rumors is that Kevin Owens will no longer be a main event guy. Um, he wasn't a main event guy, though. I mean, granted, this coming Monday, as in, like, last Monday Night yeah. Raw, not this coming Monday, he was in the main event. But that's the only time. But also, since when was the United States Championship the main event title? Exactly. I get, yes, you're in a feud with John Cena. John Cena is John Cena. But even still, they were wrestling. They were wrestling, they were the wrestling in the mid-card. Yeah. So I don't understand these news sites and their terminology and their breakdown of what is what. When, if you really look at it, Kevin Owens was not main eventing. I mean, look how much airtime Kevin Owens still has been getting. Right. I mean, I... And the response, and the, I'm sure the sales of his T-shirts have been great. Because it seems like every time I watch Raw now, there's a ton of fans wearing, I'm noticing wearing Kevin o, the KO shirt more than anything. Yeah, less and less of... Uh, it's weird. With how well Samoa Joe's T-shirt sold, mm-hmm. I don't see many Samoa Joe shirts in the crowd up on like main television. I'm not too sure if I'm knowing what to look at. Or maybe I'm just not noticing it. Maybe. Um, Up next, we saw an in-ring promo. Oh, 
I just want to say that I I'm very happy that John Cena did win because, this, and I think you would agree with that. You, I 100% agree with this what you're U.S. Say. Open Challenge has been nothing less than amazing. Right. I dare I say this. This uh, may be one of the greatest years that John Cena has had in pro wrestling. I mean, look at all match his, wise. Yeah, m- match wise, he's been having amazing matches with and it's so not many even, people. It's not even a year. Yeah, it's literally three months. Like there, but am I wrong with that? Like no. this is one of his best years. Yeah, and, it's only, and he's it's not only, even he's not even in the uh, the headline. Sometimes, but sometimes, yeah, you're definitely correct. Yeah, but up next we saw Miz come out and uh, brag about basically being tougher than Ryback because Ryback's not there, and uh, Big Show came out, knocked him out. That was it. Yeah, it was a complete filler, and I just it was Miz saying Big Show needs to retire. Big Show coming out, snap. Crackle pop, no. But we say it on the show, Big Show needs to retire. Yes, not to his Because there's literally 99% of Big Show's career is done. Like, there's literally 1% of anything in WWE left for him to do, and that's not with Miz. That's not really with Ryback. I don't know what it is, but... Yeah. Um, Next up, you had the main event of the evening... Your WWE champion, Seth Rollins, defending against Brock Lesnar. Uh, it was a good match. Went to a no contest, though. Or I, at least it was. Yeah, it was a no contest. In our eyes, it's a no contest. Yeah. In Seth Rollins' eyes, Brock Lesnar won. But By DQ. I, big, and the re, yeah, Seth Rollins on Raw said that whole thing. But the reason why I think it's a no contest is because when... During the match, the lights went out. Everybody obviously knows that. Lights come back on. Undertaker's in the ring. Lesnar's in the ring. Seth Rollins, referee, gone. So how could you have a winner if the opponent and the referee are just nowhere to be found? Yeah. But it was a good match. I was hoping for Seth Rollins to actually pick up the victory because I thought if you want to give Seth Rollins credibility or maybe a little bit more uh-huh. credibility, you beat the beast. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that Seth Rollins really, I mean, given he's going about this, his title ring had, uh, reign has been very uh, weasel-like, very much which, like Edge. Which like even more so, yeah, which even more so fits his character with why Brock Lesnar didn't have a loss there. Yeah. So I understand it, but I was hoping for a solid win. But Undertaker came out and uh, choke slam Lesnar, hit two tombstones on Lesnar. Do you think that? It, I don't know how, but do you think it would have been better if the referee was knocked out at this time? Undertaker did what he did. No. Then lights go back up. Well, I mean, then uh, Rollins picks up a cheap pin over Lesnar, or no? No, because that makes Undertaker look bad, in my opinion. Well, not Undertaker, Lesnar. No, it makes Undertaker look bad. Why? Because the lights go out. The referee's knocked out or whatever. Lights go out, Undertaker, and Undertaker's being the one that's cheap. I mean, yes, Undertaker was the one being cheap there too, but that wasn't wasn't behind the referee's back. That was the referee disappeared. 
Yeah, but it's not cheap. I mean, he's not in the match. Which I guess it is. That yeah. is that's I mean, cheap of Undertaker. Like, oh, I'm going to come in and just out of nowhere. But that's what he did anyways. Yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it's different because the referee was in the ring working the match as opposed to uh, referees knocked out, there's no referee. Then that means that Undertaker, or it looks like Undertaker's working with Seth Rollins. If Undertaker uh, came in, boom, boom, I boom. Guess. I don't know. Rollins picks up the victory. Oh my God! Kane sent Undertaker to help no. Seth Rollins after what Seth Rollins did to Kane. Nah. That's what that would look like to me if Undertaker came out during the match and the referee was knocked out. It was a good main event, though. I mean, it it nothing too special. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was a shorter main event. Yeah, and um, also. I don't I don't get Undertaker and Brock Lesnar. I really don't. I I I get it. I get it. I don't know. Uh all right, so let's talk about Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Speak about your distaste of the Undertaker Lesnar because the opening. Yeah, Brock Lesnar, not Brock Lesnar, Undertaker. Close. Yeah, really close. Undertaker opened up the show, and I actually thought for a second he was going to say Monday Night Raw, like Macho Man, or just do a Macho Man impression, not say Monday Night Raw, because he was like, Brock Lesnar, or whatever he said. But he said uh, Battleground was his resurrection, and uh, then... Later on, they basically said that it's going to be Brock Lesnar versus Undertaker in the main event at SummerSlam. Main event of SummerSlam. Did they say main event? I believe they did say I, main I event. I guess. Where else are you going to put that match? I, I guess. Even still, though, I don't get it. But we'll speak more about that later. Okay. Up uh, Next, we saw Charlotte, who I, I can't stand the fact that she's just sitting there wooing and doing everything Ric Flair would do. She even does the turnbuckle thing. I don't like that. But she picked up the victory against Brie Bella. Uh, I, I was a fan of this match again. Um, Naomi, Sasha Banks, and Tina were on commentary. <laughs> no? Nothing for Tina? Yeah, I what a big botch. Yeah, but come on, that's not his fault, really. I mean, given, I mean, how many times do we mispronounce wrestlers' names on our show? Uh, how many? Not too many. But right. even still. But even still. But uh, as far as the match, I'm not going to say it was a bad match, which uh, I guess no pun intended there. Yeah. But Flair, just she really continues to be unimpressive to me. I That's the thing. I was a fan of this match. I, it engaged me. It made me want to watch the, uh, this match and see what's going to happen next. I mean, I'll always, in 2015, or even probably 2014, Brie Bella, Bella Twins really stepped it up big time. We said it over and over again. So Hall I'm of not, Famers? I, I have no idea. That's like weird to start judging right now. Like We didn't start judging John Cena and Randy Orton until, what, 10 years later, 9 years later? Oh, wow. Has it almost been that long for the Bellas? When did the... Yeah, pretty much. When did they do it? 2007? Oh, my goodness. 
<laughs> like that just like hit me right yeah, there. They've they been around for a while. Say, you have to give credit to Alicia Fox. You may not like her, but same with her. Yeah, which is maybe she should go to get Brian Kendrick to train her. <laughs> but uh, the match was good, but like, the yeah, thing, I don't know. And I, I don't know if I really like the fact that all these new chicks debut and all of a sudden the Bella Twins are just losing. In, in non-tag matches, I guess, I should say. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. Uh, next up, you had Matadores defeating primetime players yeah. uh, with some distraction. Yeah, New Day came out, cut a little promo during the match, and that distracted Titus O'Neil. And yeah. uh, I wish New Day were champions. I agree with you. I and, wish they were still champs. And um, But I do think if WWE gave Los Matadores more time to shine, I think they would impress because I really liked I I liked what they did in this in this match. And I'm a fan of theirs. I've been a fan of theirs since they were Primo and Epico. I liked it when it was Carlito and Primo. But I mean you're just you've really never been a fan of the Cologne, so Yeah, not really. They've always been like bleh. You're you're more of a perfume guy. Yeah, kind of. Uh, next up, you had Big Show defeating Miz. Um, yeah, basically, yeah. Triple H set this match up because <laughs> Miz was backstage and Miz was in Triple H's face and Triple H just kept ignoring him and then, oh, yeah, you got a match against Big Show. Uh, whatever. After the match, Big Show said that he was going to be the next Intercontinental Champion. Yeah. Uh, Silence says it all. Yeah. Um, I definitely don't want Big Show as IC champ again. No. But you have Paul Heyman cutting a promo next. Yeah. About how... Yeah, typical. Lesnar isn't champion because of Taker, not because of Rollins. Um, Yeah. And he said that nobody but Brock Lesnar was able to break the streak. He's telling the truth. But still, I'm... Over it, just like the same thing with uh, CM Punk promos. I was over that. Bray Wyatt, I'm over it. Paul Heyman, I'm over it. Uh, however, in this, Undertaker comes out. And uh, while Paul Heyman begged Undertaker not to do anything to him, Brock Lesnar ran down. They started brawling. Triple H sent out security guards that, I mean, they were doing an okay, decent, not even decent, but like, just, just okay. Just okay job of holding them back. Um, and then the whole locker room spilled out to hold them back. Well, this is also um, Triple H made that announcement. Yeah, earlier they, he said, oh, your jobs are on the line if they... You gotta hold them back or whatever. Yeah. But uh, they, they fought. They brawled all over ringside. Everyone was holding them back. I thought it was funny. There was one part where they were in the corner and... Uh, Triple H was in the corner, same corner as Lesnar, and uh, it was that point where he gets out of the ring to run around the ring to get in, and, and you can see Triple H like taking Lesnar's head and pretty much physically pushing him down to tell him to get out of the ring now oh, I didn't and go out. S- didn't like he physically that. puts his hands on Lesnar's head, and you can see him pushing down. And then uh, after this, they were fighting backstage. Finally, got them apart. They tied Lesnar up, took him away. Undertaker left or whatever. But yeah, um, then they they brawled in a, an Applebee's. 
according yeah. to kayfabe news um, but <laughs> with the so actual crazy. segment with the actual segment yeah all over the free uh the yeah. happy hour what was it fajitas happy hour yeah but the next day they had free appetizers for really uh, yeah they you could try the sriracha shrimp or the pretzel s'mores which looked absolutely delicious i didn't go and try them but you could imagine as far as that segment i i still i don't get undertaker versus lesnar because why is brock lesnar why is undertaker finally like wrestlemania is where we see undertaker basically we see Undertaker streak broken by Brock Lesnar in 2014. 2015, Bray Wyatt. Undertaker defeats Bray Wyatt. And now later in 2015, Brock Undertaker is getting his revenge on Brock Lesnar for what he did a year yeah. and a half ago. Like Why, why does he care now? I don't get it. It's a little bit late. And I think that segment also... I would made, rather see Bray Wyatt attacking Undertaker, finding him in his home, and really like be hurting What? Yes. <laughs> but uh, I think that segment made people like Fandango and R-Truth and even The Ascension look strong and made Taker and Lesnar kind of look weak. But how does that make people like Sheamus and Rusev and Owens that were out there, and they were in the main event. Right. Later that night. Why, why would somebody like Kevin Owens go out there? Yes, Triple H said your job's on the line, but Kevin Owens is somebody who's been walking away from matches because he just doesn't care, yet he's going to go out there and try and stop Brock Lesnar. But now why, Kevin why Owens, does, Kevin why, Owens is the kind of guy that goes out there. Sheamus, I guess, would be too. Why Maybe wasn't Orton, Cena, exactly, or who else was Bray, on there? I don't think Bray Wyatt and Luke Harper were out there. Charlotte Flair, she surely Cesaro. wasn't out there. Huh? I said Charlotte Flair, she surely wasn't out there. Yeah, but I mean, being event-wise, you had Owens, Rusev, and Sheamus out there, but Cesaro, Cena, and Orton weren't. But, I mean, I think Kevin Owens, he's the kind of guy that would be like, screw this, I'm going to start beating up Brock Lesnar. Or I'm going to start beating up Undertaker. Yeah, I think that would have been cool if Owen started to create his own uh, havoc in the ring. And that's something that I think Sheamus is a character that would also kind of do that. Maybe even Rusev is what I was going to say before. But more so Kevin Owens because he, he doesn't care. He doesn't care what's going on around him. He doesn't care that John Cena is John Cena. He's going to go in there, do what he's going to do, defeat John Cena... He's going to go on NXT. Oh, you're my friend? Boom. No, you're not my friend. I'm going to do what I need to do to get to the top. I take Sami Zayn out. I become NXT champion. I go on to the main roster as NXT champion. Have incredible matches with the United States champion. And I'm just going to go out there and kind of sink into a crowd of Ryder Fandango. Yeah. No offense to them, but... And then I'm just going to sink in and, and hold Undertaker or hold Brock Lesnar back? I know. All right, let's move on. Roman Reigns defeated Luke Harper via disqualification. Yeah. Um, because Bray Wyatt pulled Roman Reigns out of the ring. Or pulled him down. or I think he did pull him out of the ring. Yeah. But uh, as far as the actual match, I enjoyed it. I always liked Shield versus Wyatt family feuds. Or matches, I should say. 
Yeah, I, I wasn't opposed to it. And uh, during the match, Roman Reigns hit Luke Harper and Bray Wyatt with a double drop kick on the apron, which uh, we didn't even mention. I, now that I say apron, um, what? Oh, was, that Big E splash. Right, it was Big E. I was trying to remember. I was like, it's not Ryback. Yeah, Who that was Big it? E splash on the pay per view was awesome. Yeah, Big E hit a. Big E Langston hit a splash on the apron, and it looked great. And I somebody. The news sites, dirt sheets, websites, yeah. whatever you want to call them, reported saying that WWE is now doing more apron moves, ring apron moves, due to PWG. No, no, Ring of Honor. It was Ring of Honor, not PWG? Yeah, Ring of Honor. Okay, so due to Ring of Honor. I guess they're the, I don't know, they're the people that with the, new, with the Liger and everything. So. I think I... News sites, news sites, whatever. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we saw with the Patrick stuff, as we'll talk about later, but news sites will be news sites. Yeah, but uh, after the DQ happened, Dean Ambrose attacked Bray Wyatt and Luke Harper, but they got the better of him. And, uh, or did they get the better of him? Yeah, I think... He went after Bray Wyatt and then pulled Roman Reigns, but then eventually he got hit as well. And then that's when Bray Wyatt went to hit Sister Abigail on Dean Ambrose, and Roman Reigns hit him with the Superman punch. I don't recall. Yeah. Maybe. So it was it was Bray Wyatt. <laughs> Bray Wyatt, yeah, no. Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose came out on top. Bray, Bray Wyatt and Luke Harper left the ring. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happened. Up next, Seth Rollins cut a little promo about how he beat Brock Lesnar at the pay-per-view. Um, and he made Lillian Garcia announce that Lesnar was the winner via disqualification. However, still champion is Seth Rollins. John Cena then uh, came out and uh, spoke about how they both won their championships the same exact night. But people don't speak about Seth Rollins' matches. They only speak about how great John Cena matches have been since they've won the championships. It's true. It kind of is, yeah. It's so. true, and I still hate John Cena haters. Yeah. Because somehow they're still finding reasons to complain about him being U.S. champ. And uh, basically they got into each other's faces and Seth Rollins backed down. Seth left. Rollins backing down. Yep. Uh, next up, you had Naomi and Sasha Banks picking up a victory over Becky Lynch and Paige. Becky Lynch's debut Raw match. I mean, I guess. Yeah, yeah it was her debut Raw match. It was a good match. Uh, it was the, the a Bella, back and forth battle. The Bellas were on commentary. Yes. Um, but I don't know. Not, not really much to say about it. Two all, things, two complaints work. that I have, though. Okay. I think Charlotte Flair was allowed to get onto the ring apron way too many times. I feel like if you do that... Oh, she thinks she got up there like once or twice. I think twice is too many. All right. I really feel like it may have been once. No, no. It was twice. Okay. And I, and I think she should have been thrown from ringside area. You it's, really hate her. No, I just think you shouldn't be allowed to jump up on the apron and try like if somebody's getting pinned or whatever why is she, what is she going to do popping up on the ring apron 
Meh. That doesn't make sense to me. And then the uh, the other thing that I didn't like in there was Becky Lynch's hot tag. Because I don't understand why you would roll from the corner, from um, from Naomi and Sasha Banks' corner. Why would you do a roll to the center of the ring when walking or running would have been... Oh, I was fine with that. I've I, seen that mo- many times where a wrestler will do a tumble to their side. But, like, she... It, it, I would be fine if she did the tumble it, and, like, jumped up into the tag, but that didn't really happen. I'm, I'm completely fine with the forward roll in that circumstance. I feel like maybe when men do it, they're taller, so they reach further to maybe they, they have less of a distance to uh right so that's why i thought it looked kind of off because becky lynch instead of ending up closer to to page she ended up in the middle of the ring <laughs> so yeah uh, uh, yeah um i thought it'd be quicker just to walk but i guess eh, yeah. pro wrestling you needed that hot tag main event time yeah Cesaro, john cena randy orton Defeating Kevin Owens, Rusev, and Sheamus, uh, everyone pretty much started uh, quitting the match. Yeah, uh, Sheamus got in Kevin Owens' face, and they started fighting. So Sheamus left? Sheamus left. He says, I'm the next WWE champion. I don't need this. And then later in the match, Rusev started yelling at Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens kicked him, and he left. He goes, I don't need this. I'm Kevin Owens. And uh, then Lana came out, which we didn't even say, but earlier in the night, uh, Rusev was backstage and introduced Summer Rae. Summer Rae now with the bun and short skirt top, just like Lana. But uh, Lana came out, attacked Summer Rae uh, to retaliate because uh, Summer Rae slapped Lana. That was a hot segment where they uh, got into that cat fight. Yeah. Crowd loved it. I thought you were talking about the the match itself because the, I thought the match itself was like a hot segment. I mean, it was. It yeah. was a it was a good match. It had its uh, exciting parts. I mean, I do wish that it was a John Cena open challenge, but <laughs> yeah, I'm also I guess I'm I'm okay with them doing breaks in between. Hopefully, next week we'll see one. Yeah, I hope so. But uh, during the match, we got to see John Cena hit the attitude adjustment. Cesaro went right into a swing and then catapulted Rusev into an RKO. Yeah, that was a. Pre- I thought that was pretty cool. I thought it was a cool spot. Yeah, I know. I did say I thought it was kind of indie, which I still kind of think that. But I still don't understand your uh, your logic for what indie is. I don't know. I it's. <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to. I couldn't give you a specific definition, but. In indie is an innovative move. To I mean, you. no, it's not though. It's something that you haven't seen. No, not necessarily because I think indie could be like super kick, super kick, super kick without any selling. But I don't know. Um, yeah. I, I'll make a list. I'm, just, uh, I'm not gonna make a list. All right, so let's talk about SmackDown. Yeah, Sheamus opened up. Uh, wait, did Sheamus open up the show? Uh, Sheamus and Ambrose. Yeah, Sheamus defeated Dean Ambrose, but Sheamus well, Sheamus did cut a promo before the match well, about I, how uh, Dean Ambrose is reckless, basically, is what he said, and how how he's a coward for putting Big Show through the table on last week's SmackDown because it got him out of a match with Sheamus. Um, 
I don't think I'm okay with the fact that it seems like SmackDown is completely separate from Raw with some of these storylines. Well, it's being said that Triple H is no longer... Like, SmackDown is not a priority anymore. Now they're putting Tough Enough ahead of SmackDown. It, so it, really, me, all I mean, thought process with SmackDown is... Yeah, but I feel like it's been like this for the longest time. Well, okay. I even waited for it. But, um... I just... <laughs> I don't get it how... You don't have mention of that on on Raw... Or I don't even think you mentioned it on the pay per view. They didn't yeah. do anything together. It does. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, Dean Ambrose during the match. Were you going to talk about Sheamus? No. Oh, no. Dean Ambrose hit what I thought was a nice tornado DDT off the ring apron. Which maybe WWE is doing more apron moves because of Ring of Honor. Yeah, we saw a lot in this past week. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. And, I mean, it's said to, that the the apron is the hardest part of the ring. So, but we'll see what they do. Is it? it must yeah, be, yeah. I guess if you think about it, I've seen what's under there. Yeah, well, it's not. like direct uh, beam underneath that. But uh, during the match, Bray Wyatt came out on the entrance ramp. What, what did you say? Wooden? Or wood? Yeah. What's directly underneath? I guess it would be the wood on top of the beam directly underneath there. Well. I mean, from rings, from rings that we saw, there's beams, wood, but on not, the apron, not padding though. But ring the, apron, ring apron is, you still have the wood there, and then uh, they have, then they lay down that that the canvas. Yeah, but the beam, you have that cross beam over there, that all the be- other beams are going into. Yeah, but and while well, in the actual ring, you just have the cross beams going across it. While over there, that's where they're all connecting. I don't... Doesn't the wood sit on the beam? Yeah. So it's wood. Yeah. It's beam, but, wood, but canvas. Less, but there's less of a give underneath it. Right, because... Right, exactly. It's, because it's if you look at... Because if you look at a solid piece of wood and you hold it across 20 by 20 or whatever, there's going to be a point where the wood goes down. Yeah, well, this in the is middle. right and then as beam. Right, and then as you walk further and further, it gets stiffer and stiffer, and it, yeah. it's easier to walk on or whatever. But I've never seen under a WWE mat, so I don't know how... I, I'd do assume it. that it's the same as what we've seen with the foam. I think what we've seen is, like, that's the way. Foam, yeah. wood, steel, or whatever, the beams. Yeah. But uh, Bray, Wyatt, Bray Wyatt was on the entrance ramp. Luke Harper stood up there on the commentating table. And Dean Ambrose went to go after Luke Harper. But when he got out of the ring, Sheamus hit him with a bro kick. And then Sheamus pulled him back into the ring, waited for him to get up, and hit him with another bro kick to pick up that victory. Yeah. Uh, next up, you had Neville defeating Adam Rose, uh, Stardust. Uh, cutting a promo as well. Yes. Uh, well, I guess so. Was Neville Neville cut a promo and then then Stardust? Yeah. Before the match, but I was gonna say, thankfully Rosa Mendez wasn't there. I don't know if you. I guess you didn't notice that, maybe. No, I did not notice that. But uh, Adam Rose hitting a nice Harakarano off the middle rope to uh, Neville. Uh, I thought it was a good match, kind of a standard filler match, but still. 
Yeah, it was standard filler. It got the... It was a standard one of those fillers for a feud between Stardust and Neville. Yeah. Uh, like like you said, Stardust... Oh, I, you didn't really say it. If they're going to pull anything with uh, Steve and Amel, they're going to have to do it soon because SummerSlam's coming up and you still have this feud with Neville going on. I It's probably going to turn into something with Neville and Steve and Amel versus... Like, Steve will be in his corner or something and do a Hugh Jackman. Yeah, that's the thing. I could see him being in the corner, but... It'll be like a Hugh Jackman punch. I don't, I don't think he's... I don't know. But yeah. Stardust appeared on the, the screen after the match and said to embrace the strange, which I, I thought was kind of like a Joker-esque... He had like a small party hat on. They were blowing party favors. In the, not party favors. Party blowers. What are they called? Uh, Those things that go... Kazoos? No, not kazoos. No. Those go... I don't know. I think party blowers. They go... That thing. People were blowing well, them in the background. He goes, enough. Or knock it off. They're, yeah. like, they're like, now? Yeah. King yeah. Barrett? Yeah, King Barrett. Bad News Barrett came out, cut a little promo. Said that he took his crown out at the pay-per-view. And uh, he said his crowning moment is still to come. So... Will we see Bad News Barrett become WWE Champion in 2015 or 2016? Hopefully, but probably not. No, he probably won't. Probably not. <laughs> so I don't know what his crowning moment will be. I don't know what the point of that promo really was, other than maybe WWE has big plans for him. Probably not, but... Yeah, I hope they Uh Next, we saw Kevin Owens cut a little promo about his match at Battleground. And he said that the reason why he tapped out was because he didn't want to risk an injury. And he did the same thing on Monday Night Raw by leaving because he didn't want to risk an injury where he was then facing three people when his team was down to two people. Yeah. And uh, this brought Rusev out, who basically ran down to the ring. Uh, and then Rusev picked up the victory, though, against Kevin Owens by countout. And... Uh, I said this last week, but or the other week. I'm not sure if it was last week, but I don't know if it's Rusev's opponents. But since coming back from injury, his matches have they've been really, really good. Yeah, and I'm curious if like if you went back in time and like you said it to uh, about him, if you would have thought you would have ever said that about him back when he I was know, first I wrestling. Well, I, that's the thing, though. I wasn't... Thing. I was never not a fan of Rusev. Dude, you ripped I, No, it. no, no. I was never not a fan of Rusev. I no, just... You, there were times no, where you are not even not listening like to him. what I'm saying. I don't have to. I was... Yeah, because you're wrong. I know. So you do need to listen because what I was going to say is I was never not a fan of Rusev. I was not a fan of when he was... He wouldn't sell moves. He He's just sitting there dead face giving somebody the accolade. That looks like it doesn't hurt. I mean, same thing with, uh, what's his face? Big E. You used to what? hate him. Now you love him. No, I don't love Big E. I still think he's his moves in the ring are awful. Not awful. That's such a lie. I shouldn't say you, awful. You just chant just for him. I don't chant for him. First of all, I'm a huge Kofi Kingston mark. That's been said up That's and down the board. Fact. Since what? Since his debut in ECW. Yeah. So... And I still think Kofi Kingston should have been WWE champion by now. Well, watch it. You may have other uh, podcasts listening to this and uh, thinking not kind thoughts about your your beliefs and opinions. Well, whatever. What are you going to do? 
to not care. But uh, uh, but this led into that match. Like we were already speaking about the match, weren't we? Yeah, nope, we weren't uh, because you mentioned the Owens, and now into the match. Uh, I thought it was funny during the match when Kevin Owens was trying to move Rusev, and he goes, he yelled at Rusev saying, "Lose some weight." Yeah, it's just those little things in a wrestling match that, like, some it's funny. Yeah, but uh, what'd you say? They make you laugh. I don't know what to call the move that I really liked, but Rusev hit like a a really nice swinging backdrop, maybe. It was like, it was as if he was, not even if he was going to hit the, I was going to say the upside down frown, but it was kind of like a swinging motion and then just boom, backdrop. But, uh, I, I don't even remember it. Yeah, well, I do, and I thought it was awesome. Um, and, uh, Kevin Owens, before, uh, Rusev went to hit the accolade, lock it in, Kevin Owens rolled to the outside and yeah. stayed, stayed on the ring apron and took the count out. What do you think about that? You know, uh, I don't know. I don't I'm a fan. I'm, I'm okay with it because it's very tough to. You can't have Rusev lose because he's at the top. You can't have Owens lose because he's at the top. So I think count out losses are fine. But that again turns into the whole thing. Why does Rusev always lose via count out or yeah. disqualification? Whether it's that Not, or I mean, Ryback. I was I was gonna say not anymore, but I mean here he's oh, yeah. winning by last, countdown. Well, right last uh, few last month or last earlier this month with Ryback, it was always a DQ victory or a DQ loss. So it's one of those things where it's like or count out too many no. people. You gotta watch it, especially when two people are in the match together. Yeah. Up next, though, we saw Cesaro being interviewed backstage about his match with Seth Rollins later on on SmackDown. And he said that he spent years trying to get to where he is today and said that he wants to be the proof that hard work actually does pay off and he wants to make sure that the American dream never dies. And Kevin Owens came backstage, got into Cesaro's face and said that he accomplished more in one night in his debut on Monday Night Raw, was it, I think, than Cesaro in his whole career. That led to Cesaro being like, well, you, you always, you leave whenever there's something. Like, oh, where are you coming from? You you just left the match. So, I think Kevin Owens said he's headed to catering to eat, which I wish I was going to WWE catering just once in my life. Yeah. I hear, I hear great things. I hear yeah. so, so many great things. I just want to try it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Up next, though, the Bella Twins defeated Bad, which uh, consisted of Naomi and Sasha Banks. Interesting. Yeah, it was a good match. Nikki did her uh, face-knee smash thing, and Brie Bella went off the middle rope, hit her missile drop kick. which I'm always looking out for these cool moves that could be in WWE video games. I thought that would be a cool thing to... A cool tag team move for them to add. And uh, as far as other moves in the match, I thought another cool thing that they could add to the game would be uh, Naomi's high leg drop that she hits. Because it's like she hits the leg drop, but I guess she it's like she kind of does like a split in the air. Her legs split open, not like an actual split. But I think it's cool. And then you could add like a little pinning option. Yeah. Whether or not they'll ever do that, no, of course they won't, but... Um, but as far as the match goes, it was a standard match. It wasn't bad. Yeah, exactly. It was standard good. match. 
Uh, Tamina ended up super kicking Brie Bella behind the referee's back. And uh, I think the one thing here that kind of looked bad was Brie Bella and Alicia Fox when they took out Tamina. They, it was like some sort of weird spear push thing that didn't really connect as well as it looked, as well as it should have looked. And Tamina had to sell it, but that's that's the only complaint about that match. Yeah. Uh, main event of the evening. You said that like as if it was somebody's last name, middle name, and first name. Main event of the evening. Seth Rollins picking up the victory over Cesaro, and it was a. Gr- I thought it was a very good match. It definitely um, was. I, there was one part where Cesaro rocked this uh, uh, drop kick, and it just looked amazing. I forgot what the sequence was. It was the the uppercuts were sick. Seth Rollins had his offense in there. It was a fun match. Yeah, and Cesaro, he's been pulling out these great moves as of late, also. Like yeah. now, all of a sudden, he's doing those high cross bodies and stuff. Yeah, for sure. Seth, uh, Seth Rollins tried to walk away from the match, and I thought what was really cool was Cesaro agreed. meeting him around the other side of the ring, running, and boom, hitting him with an uppercut into the the barricade. I thought that was really Yeah, cool. Seth Rollins didn't even see it coming. He just rocked him. Yeah. Uh, but that looks really good. $5 Box bacon club chalupa from Taco Bell. Sounds awful. And, uh, uh, Seth Rollins ended up picking up the victory when uh, Cesaro went to hit the swing, and the referee, I guess, couldn't see it. Seth Rollins raked uh, raked Cesaro's eyes. Yeah, messed and, up. Yeah, and then but, after the after the match, though, speaking of more messed up, Kevin Owens came out and attacked um, Cesaro. Cesaro. So I guess we're going to be seeing Cesaro. Well. I said that a few weeks ago where I guess we'll be seeing this and then that never happened. So yeah. maybe we will never see Cesaro versus Kevin Owens. But I'm okay with this feud. Even if this does if this happens, I'm okay with this. Owens could always go back to Cena at some point. Let's Cena keep on doing this US open challenge and then when it's time to lose, maybe then bring back Owens into that scene. Right. I mean Rusev Rusev disappeared and then came back. Exactly. Not that I wanted Rusev to come back into that feud, but I was I'm fine with everything. Yeah. I'm looking forward. I mean, Kevin Owens is putting putting on great matches. Cesaro puts on great matches. So, like we say, when one great wrestler puts on a match with another great wrestler, the match is probably going to be great. Although sometimes it's yeah, that's, that's usually the rule of thumb. Sometimes it's a little rocky. Yeah. But sometimes it's a little rocky, Johnson. <laughs> but with horses, who would have thought? Horses, yeah. How do they work? Um, <laughs> yeah. So that is our podcast. No. Um, <laughs> uh, let's take a little break. We're gonna play you some music from Carve Your Niche. Uh, song is called Runt, and it's about to get loud up in here, folks. And we'll be right back here on Marking Out. <laughs> Like 
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Markin' Out, Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode 233, and that song you just heard was Runt, off of Carve Your Niche's upcoming EP called Relate. Uh, check them out on Facebook, facebook.com slash carveyourniche, twitter.com slash cynband, Instagram, you guys got Instagram? Check them out, Carve Your Niche, no spaces. Uh, they got some upcoming shows, July 27th, that is this Monday, over at Revolution Bar and Grill in Amityville, New York. They're going to be playing with Unearth, Is Carriot, West Nile, and Adiron. They also have upcoming shows on August 14th in Bethpage, New York, at Mr. Beery's. They're playing there with Is Carriot, Nashville. Uh, Mutiny Abroad, Abroad, and Dream, uh, no, and West Nile. Sorry West Nile. That. Yeah, West Nile. I was reading the next line. Yeah. The next line says 8-15, August 15th at Nest Bar in New York City. That's cool that they're playing New York City. I think they've done that before, right? Yeah, they've played New York City before. They're playing. They're, they're trying to branch out. Yeah, they're playing New York City with Nashville, uh, Thrashing, Eternal Fallen, and Janice Dream. Eternity and then, Fallen. Oh, what did I say? Eternal, Eternity, uh, Eternity Fallen. And it's funny. I was gonna let you read this because I knew you were gonna mess it up. Janice Dream. <laughs> Jeez. And then the next day, uh, August sixteenth. I should say the next night, probably at Evenflow Bar and Grill in Bayshore, New York. You got Dope Life Booking presents. Suicide Prevention Benefit Show. You got an old friend playing there. You got Ornaments, Overcomer, Lunacy, and Graves. Yeah, Carver definitely. Nicks, check them out. Songs yeah. called Runt. Buy their music or download their music. Download their music. Buy them. Go check them out in concert. Uh, carve your niche. That's where it's at. Yeah. Um, next up, you want to talk about some independent wrestling news? Is it independent wrestling news or just in general wrestling news? Uh, I let's go with in general wrestling news. <laughs> uh, Bully Ray, he told TNA that he was finished. I guess he was after under, after coming back for one show as the Law. Yeah, I guess he was only back for like on a per basis deal, but he's I guess done with TNA now. And I'm serious when I say this: you guys should be watching TNA matches. You don't have to watch the storylines or anything, but they have good matches. Plus, Ethan Carter's champion still, so. Yeah. Uh, Cook County Circuit Judge. Oh, I wasn't even done remotely finished speaking about Bully Ray. Oh, keep on going. <laughs> I mean, I was pretty much remotely finished about speaking about him. But uh, with him leaving TNA, there's a spot open, hopefully, in Brooklyn for the Dudley boys to come in. Maybe they'll wrestle uh, Blake and... Was it Wesley, Blake, Wesley. and... It's weird that I don't know their names. Wesley, Blake, and... And Buddy Murphy. Yeah. Who's, one of them is now rocking platinum blonde hair. I don't know how long he's been doing that for. I don't know. But, but hopefully, Dully Boys, I will see them in Brooklyn. That'd be cool. And uh, apparently, Bully Ray was supposed to work... The NXT house shows that the last loop, like Philly and Albany and all those. I, I think he was just supposed to work that Philly show. I don't know. I think that it was reported that he was supposed to work all three. And then um, 
dirt sheet news sites said that the reason why he didn't work them was because Vince McMahon saw that Bully Ray worked TNA like the week before and wasn't happy with that. However, uh, Bully Ray said that it was because he had an ear, not an ear infection, something with his... Uh, popped eardrum, I yeah, think. Yeah, popped eardrum, which was throwing off his equilibrium... Yeah. And uh, didn't want to have a bad match, so which they understood perfectly fine. Yeah, he's still on good terms. Yeah, so I'm still... That'd be the coolest thing. I mean, not even the coolest thing, because I'm seeing Jushin Liger. That event, I swear to God, dude, like I'm already marking out in my in my head. If I, I get to see Jushin Liger wrestle a match in Brooklyn... If, if you get to WWE, hear that theme song played on that loudspeaker, I'll then, mark out from afar. And then Dudley Boys have a match or whatever at ba, 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 ba. Dude, I'll be... I, Triple H, if you are listening to this, if anybody in WWE is listening to this, please, please, please get Jushin Liger's theme song, his his actual theme song to be played. I'll be so disappointed if it's Jushin not. Jushin Liger! But if, if, if I get to see Liger and Dudley Boys, that'd be the coolest thing. I don't even need to. Dude, I wouldn't even need to be, care about SummerSlam. It would be cool if they got Bully Ray to be Hogan's replacement on Tough Enough. I don't really see that happening. I guess. Me neither. Oh, that's what I wanted to actually say. Um, I guess rumors started swirling and circulating that uh, Ric Flair is the front runner to replace Hulk Hogan. It's uh, always weird WWE's relationship with Flair. One week they're good, yeah. One week he's the other week they're week like, he's oh, drunk no. on a panel, and he's like, oh, we're never working with you again. Next week it's oh, Ric Flair Appreciation Night or something like that. But I mean. I guess Ric Flair, I guess, is a decent replacement for Hogan. I would have hoped for somebody more like Sting. But then again, if they're bringing Sting in for SummerSlam, which is yet to be seen, I can understand why it wouldn't be Sting. Yeah. Uh, and I guess it would have been cool to see somebody like Taz being brought in. But not, to say, cool. not to say Taz isn't that legendary status of somebody like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> because in... I think he would be a great addition for that panel. In certain aspects, Taz is 100% one of the best guys in WWE history, in wrestling history. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I just think WWE would be looking for somebody with that absolute, that next tier level where it'd be somebody like Ric Flair. I also think somebody like... Like that you know, level that WWE didn't let Taz get to. Right, where I still think he should have been WWF champion then when he had that match with Triple H... That was one of the coolest matches ever. Yeah, I think a lot of people would agree with you. I mean, the human suplex machine. But I was going to also say that somebody like Mick Foley would be a great replacement there. Um, whether or not WWE would, I don't know, nor do I think so. But I, I feel like, as of now, Ric Flair seems to be the most, not reachable, but he's... Maybe Piper? No, because the, remember they're on quote-unquote bad terms. Oh, yeah, whatever. yeah. Which, who knows. But Ric Flair seems to be always there. Like, he was at Charlotte Flair's debut, crying backstage with Charlotte. Yeah. He was at the, when she debuted on the promo, backstage at Battleground, I think, also crying. Yep. Yeah, so. Um, who, who would you actually like to see replace Hulk Hogan? I do like that idea of Taz. Yeah. I, would, I do like that idea of Taz. And somebody, um, somebody, Mick Foley actually said about it, if, if he would be... Um, maybe Arn the, Anderson? Arn Anderson, that's from left field. I don't know. What's he going to... I thought you were really great this week. 
Yeah, right? That's the Shockmaster joke there. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> but uh, Mick Foley said that if he was to be asked, or if, if he asked WWE to uh, replace Hulk Hogan as the on the panel, a judge or whatever you would say, he would absolutely insist on the judges having more say in who gets eliminated rather than just a fan vote. And this says the guy that refused, that says that he's done with watching the show. What do you mean? Mick Foley. How he was oh. done with the uh, Well, no, I think, I think Dewey said something, and that's what Mick Foley said to, like, respond saying, like, oh, thanks, uh, but if I was going to do it, I would have – these are my rules, basically. Yeah. But uh, we, I guess we should move into huge tough enough elimination. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. You, know? you didn't yeah. want to do that? No, a huge uh, – Elimination and surprise following last week's uh, challenge in uh, every panel. Yeah, uh, we had Patrick going home. We had the bottom three of Patrick, Yeti, and ZZ. And Patrick went home. Yeah. Um, WWE and WWE Universe tweeted out saying if you want your 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 whoever you want to say to do use the hashtag either Tough Patrick, Tough Josh, Tough ZZ. Uh, however, the television show, tough enough, ZZ, tough enough, Patrick, tough enough, Josh. So uh, yeah, and they did this last week too, where they uh, with tough Gabby, tough uh, uh, Daria, and stuff like that, instead of tough enough, tough enough, tough enough. So they really have to get their game together. Yeah, the voting is definitely flawed. So if somebody, and it's so weird because when they all appeared on Monday Night Raw. Patrick had obviously the loudest pop. Uh, I mean, I guess ZZ must have had the loudest pop also, but maybe they realize that Patrick has something that these other wrestlers don't, so he doesn't need to be on the show anymore. Maybe hopefully maybe he'll be like the the Miz. No, Vince McMahon was like, "Oh, he says smart mark on my TV show. Boom, gone." Yeah, right. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's, I, that's I think he'll list, find the back that's, that's a on back the bad words. To, to developmental. I do hope so. I know there was those rumors, again, dirt sheets, news sites, whatever you want to call them, saying that Patrick was offered a contract for NXT by Triple H and turned it down because he couldn't afford to move down there. Patrick went on Twitter, so that's absolutely not true. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll take his word for it. Yeah, I'll take it. And hopefully one day he will end up in the WWE Performance Center Wrestling for NXT, training in NXT. Alright, so ready? Call the winner. Has it changed from last week? I mean, last week I guess would have been Patrick, but it's funny because when the first, when the show first started, you asked me, before I knew anybody's names, you asked me who I thought was uh, front runner, and I said Yeti. Yeah. And I kind of still think he could be that guy. Uh, based yeah. off of popularity, I guess I'd have to say ZZ, but... You I mean, know the what? judges keep putting him up. He's not he's not showing improvement cardio wise, but it's tough to say with uh, fans' votes and stuff. But I think Mata could take it. I I think he's a tough competitor. Yeah, sometimes he just doesn't bring it though. Yeah, like last week during the promo challenge when he when he when he said he should have won the promo challenge. They did it right then and there on Tough Talk, and Patrick beat him. Yeah. So that's that's even more crazy that Patrick's gone. Oh, who's that? 
Who? For no, what? Micro Championship Wrestling Girl. I don't uh, know. The blonde chick. I forgot her name. She's they, on this new TV show on Lifetime, apparently. What is it called? I don't know. It's a bunch of little people, little women. Oh, it's called Little Women, L.A. <laughs> they had, I could have gotten free tickets tonight to, I think it was, yeah, it was tonight to... Um, Micro. It? No, it wasn't Micro. <laughs> it was the other one, though, where the they were wrestling there. Extreme, I want to say it was Extreme Midget Wrestling. I think that's what it was called. I'm not. I don't know. They were wrestling in New York City tonight, and I think the the one guy that the the one that was in WWE that got in trouble. They, they when they were doing the little people match, he got in trouble for posting pictures. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he might be on that roster. I'm not positive, but. Huh. Um, but I guess that right. event didn't sell well at all because if I was able to get free tickets. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I, but I do agree with you with the, uh, Yeti. I think he is a good pick too, but I guess we'll find out. Yeah. Uh, Gabby, just to update, she's already signed up for, uh, training, uh, wrestling training school with the Wild Samoans down in Florida with, uh, WXW. I guess so, we should also have picked a female winner too, cause there is going to be a female winner. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, I, I I really do hope Sarah Lee takes it, but I could see I, Gabby right now is obviously the strongest. Not Gabby. Yeah. I meant to say Gigi. Sorry. Yeah, I really hope it is Sarah Lee, but Gigi's really good. But I mean, Sarah Lee just needs to stop smiling. She's yeah. too nice. But like um, I said, like I said before, when Tough Enough was announced, hopefully we'll be able to see something like a winner of Tough Enough, two winners of Tough Enough, male, female, and um. Other contestants go on to make it to WWE as well and become yeah. something bigger than, than just oh you were on season whatever of Tough Enough. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Cook County Circuit Judge denied CM Punk and Cocabana's request to dismiss Chris uh, Amon's uh, case, uh, his lawsuit against them for one million dollars for that uh, for that CM Punk promo that they put on about his staff infection they have until august 24th to respond how do you say one million dollars without saying one million dollars million dollars i guess that's why yeah (laughs) uh august 24th to respond to this so it's definitely going to be very interesting to see what happens with this so what does that mean though if they have to they respond with their defense saying just defending themselves in their claims, and uh, then it will be be taken to court. I would just take the Chewbacca offense. I mean, defense. I mean, nice. But in all honesty, I would say pro wrestling is fake. We're two performers performing on a show that is scripted or whatever. And then, oh God, Art of Cabana. What is it called? Art of wrestling. Yeah, Art of wrestling is scripted, but every professional wrestling podcast is scripted yeah i think i don't know i think that they may have dug themselves into a hole with this and i you know, honestly i think that he, they'll get what's coming uh, punk will put up the money just put up the money yeah. he's got it he'll get that he'll make it back what three times see him out for his first fight probably actually i don't know yeah maybe not i don't know i don't know he'll have to win first and then get it uh yeah he's not that big of a draw with UFC people just uh, wrestling. Yeah, but you got um, come on. 
CM Punk was the hottest thing at, at professional wrestling at one point. Damn, you know? we'll, we'll find out. I mean, you said you said you would tune in. I said I would tune yeah, in. Yeah, we tune in. Hopefully later this year. Uh, Sunny, she went to Twitter saying that Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks are butterfaces and Charlotte lacks ring talent. But she is a big fan of Lana. And she says, uh, as uh, when it comes to wrestling, leave it to the men. So because sunny. she wasn't a pro wrestler, but I I agree. I'm not going to say anybody. I'm not judging anyone's looks. So yeah, I'm not no, even. You, I'm yeah. not even touching that subject. But I will. I think, that she's, I, I think she shouldn't be going. I, I think as a Hall of Famer, she shouldn't be present uh, presenting herself in this manner. Yeah, probably not. But I was going to say I completely agree with her about Charlotte. Yeah, I I, I just think that is very uh, disrespectful and very. Uh, um. Harsh for a Hall of Famer, a new, pretty new Hall of Famer with no, no, all no. of this stuff. No, no, with, no, 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 not pretty new. When? Wasn't it like 2006 or something? Was it that long ago? I think so. But even still, someone that has been under maybe, fire maybe, maybe, with maybe. the Skype uh, and video calls to go out there and start saying this stuff about the current divas, leave it to the men, I really... I think she's not helping herself at all. And yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely. That's I think she's, yeah. Um, no, Wade, we mentioned TNA changing all their contracts to a per-appearance deals. So some of them, uh, most of them are going to be uh, per-appearance, not a monthly basis like Kurt Angle and a few others. It was 2011, by the way, which I knew. and yeah. Yes, not too long ago. Yeah. Um. All right, so that is all the outside the ring news. Let's get inside the ring with some more pro wrestling. Wow, look at that. Uh, NYWC, the new beginning, took place this past Sunday. A student show, but far from it, over at the NYWC Sportatorium in Deer Park, New York. Um, uh, they had a they kicked it off with a battle royal that. Our favorite ring announcer, Sign Guy, formerly known as Sign Guy, Jason Linick, the voice of the Long Island Ducks. Uh, Battle Royal featuring Mouse, Boo, Res Lawless, Otto Von Knox, Vega, Apollyon, Rad Brad Morris, Braden Knight, Manny Martinez, Dean Dexter, Justin Ventura, Randy Summers, JT Kaysen, Angelo Andrews, and... G-I-T, Gangster, in training. And your winner was Boo. Uh, Boo is this um, this gigantic guy with face paint. He's part of this uh, a group, uh, kind of a Halloween-ish group with Mouse. Uh, it's Mouse, Boo, um, who else is it? It is... Let me guess, is it Devil Doll? Yeah, Devil Doll and Bam Sullivan. So it is a it was the crowd was huge. They, all of these wrestlers were over. Uh, Boo ended up eliminating Apollyon at the end, and then um, he was about to get. Then uh, Stockade came out. He was attacking. He was getting ready to attack Boo, but then Sullivan, uh, Bam, and uh, Mouse came out to the save. Stockade decides to put a challenge out there with Bam. Titles on the line later tonight. Main event: 
Stockade defending his uh, NYWC championship against Bam Sullivan. So that's up the rest of the night. But before we can get to that point, we had so much in between. We saw Dean, well, not we, you saw Dean Dexter defeat Kip. Yeah, this was a really fun match. It was technical. Uh, Dean Dexter is trying to take that uh, greatest nerd in wrestling uh, moniker, I guess. Or gimmick from uh from Kip Francis Kiplin Stevens, Kip comes on out. They put on a technical match. I was a big fan of Dean Dexter's finisher. He hit like a while uh, Kip was sitting down. He hit a Rough Rider on him. So it was pretty innovative, but it looked really cool. Like a diving guillotine leg drop. Uh, off the ropes. It was a I, it was a running move. Kip was sitting. You said yeah. Kip was sitting. Dexter went ran to the towards the ropes so, off the ropes. So, so a running di- running guillotine leg drop. Yeah, with the guy sitting. Yeah. Okay. But it looked cool. Uh, leg lariat or whatever you want to call it. Uh, next up, you had Jesse uh, Justin Jesse the Body Ventura. Justin. Oh my God! He he made the coolest appearance ever. Yeah, right. Uh, Justin Ventura took on Rex Lawless. Rex Lawless picking up a victory. Um, it was really a one-sided match. Ventura looked really well, but it's Rex Lawless. He nailed this awesome full Nelson slam into a backbreaker uh, while trying to get that double slam, uh, double choke slam, uh, chokehold slam on him. Ventura kept on reversing it, but ended up getting caught. He did refuse in a heel manner, refused to shake his hand after the match. So very interested to see what's going to happen with that. Who's going to teach him a lesson? And kind of speaking of teaching lessons, we had um, Rad Brad Morris was out there in the ring getting bullied by Milk Chocolate. And Blake Uh, Morris. Blake Morris made the save there. Yeah, came on out with the steel chair uh, making the save. Rad Brad Morris, the younger brother of flawless uh, Blake Morris. So Blake Morris makes the save. They set up the... This is going to be Rad Brad's first match uh, versus Milk Chocolate, and they're going to put the titles on the line. Um, it was a fun match, back and forth. There was one point where it was pretty cool. Uh, Rad Brad, he has more of a uh, a surfer-esque um, gimmick going on, and he set up an Indian Deathlock surfboard move, which looked pretty cool. Uh, they had the Tower of Doom spot and a bunch more. Your winners, Milk Chocolate, still uh, tag team champs. They almost did. Uh, the match almost did continue. Brad Morris's uh, foot was on the bottom rope, but the bouncer, or uh, I think like the bouncer that was with Milk Chocolate, I'm not too sure what his name was, but he knocked the foot right off the rope. Ref didn't see it and called the three. So controversy there. Next up, you had J Red and uh, Git. Uh, taking on Manny Martinez, well, J-Red. Um, this was a good match. Manny Martinez, very – he's been around wrestling for a good amount of time, though, but very impressed with it. Um, J-Red picking up a victory. With GIT, right? Uh, yeah. He, GIT was just um, alongside. Oh, he, he was, was just managing? Like, yeah, manager role. Oh. Up next, we saw Aria Cadenza pick up a victory. This was a gauntlet match, right? Yep. 
She uh, defeated Izzy McKenna, defeated Sammy Pickles, and then Willow Nightingale came out and picked up the victory there against Aria Cadenza. Yeah, she nailed the perfect plex on uh, Aria Cadenza. So uh, very, very surprising uh, to see that perfect plex uh, whipped out. But it was good. Aria Cadenza, she is getting better and better. The one disappointing thing about this was Arya Cadenza and Sammy, they didn't get to put on that long of a match because it is a gauntlet style. So, but it would have been, I think that all of these girls could, re- Arya Cadenza, I'm really impressed with. And Sammy Pickles and Willow. Yeah, I've, and I've seen, I think I, what it was, must have, I think I've, I don't think I've ever seen Izzy McKenna wrestle, but. No, this was my first time seeing Izzy McKenna wrestle, but a lot of potential with all of them. Yeah, the, I've seen the other three wrestle in. Yeah. Uh, next up, you had Angelo Andrews. Originally, he was taking on Vega, but then during their match, brother club, TJ Marconi and Braden Knight, decided to interrupt their match. And they said, told Andrew, uh, An- Angelo Andrews, since he decided to take their spot on the last NYWC card, they want to take his spot on this card. So they ended up getting into a tag team battle. And Brother Club picking up the victory uh, following a full Nelson slam into a double powerbomb finisher. Very cool. Uh, In your main event of the evening, you had Bam Sullivan alongside Boo, Mouse, and Devil Doll taking it on Stockade, the NYWC champion. Uh, Back and forth match. Stockade really... uh, Putting the hurt on him, though, on Bam Sullivan. And at the end of the match, there was a ton going on. Stockade sent Mouse going flying into the guardrail at one point, and the guardrail broke apart. And it just it looked like a dangerous, dangerous spot. Luckily, Mouse was A-OK. Uh, Bam did not give up, nailing a spear, side slam, whatever he could give to Stockade. But... The referee ended up getting knocked out. So then one thing led to another. Bam Sullivan finally hits a double underhook driver for the victory. A new referee comes out, make, uh, counted the three for that victory. New champion, NYWC champion, Bam Sullivan. But no title was changed because management came out declaring that it was not the original referee this is a DQ because the original referee was knocked out. Apollyon decided to hit the ring, uh, hit the ring and attack Bam Sullivan. Boo and Mouse came back out. Apollyon and Stockade cleared the ring, and that was it. The crowd was sent home happy. It was a good event. Um, very good job from all the students. I was very, uh, I was not expecting to see that much. And uh, I really got a lot out of it. Very happy to see all of these wrestlers up and coming. And they all look to have a lot of potential. And they just got to keep on busting their butts in the ring and battling for this. And I have no doubts that they'll be able to uh, make their way in professional wrestling. It's nice to know that we both went to student shows without each other. Yeah, that's true. You went to the other one. So you probably have seen some of these wrestlers in the past too. That's what I said earlier. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, no, I mean, you said that with the gauntlet match. Oh, I mean, yeah. No, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. In general, though, you've probably seen all of them. 
Uh, but and, hey, maybe next time meet the both of us, we'll hit it up together. But definitely uh, keep watching for NYWC if you are in the mood, if you want to become a professional wrestler, if you have that desire, that dream, visit nywcwrestling.com. Start today. You got nothing to lose. Uh, on the 30th of July, NYWC will be having their event in Deer Park at the NYWC Sportatorium. Yeah, it's going to be NYWC Trust No One. Uh, some matches that we have announced. We got Tyler Murphy taking on Tony Mamaluke. Uh, you were going to have the Starlet Champion in action, Brittany Savage. Uh, she was scheduled to be in a huge tag team match with Ari Cadenza, Eddie McQueen, and Rick Cataldo teaming up to take on Brooke Dan- uh, Danielle, Chrissy Rivera, Sammy Pickles, and Willow Nightingale. But Brittany Savage saying that she doesn't feel the need to show up anymore since I think she, I believe she lives in Florida. Uh, doesn't believe she has to show up to this event, being that she's the champion. So it'll be pretty interesting to see what they're going to do with this Starlet match now. But uh, as a quick throwback, quick, what is it? Brooke Danielle. Okay. Just got to check. I, I almost heard a Daniel in there. So <laughs> uh, We're also going to be seeing a two out of three falls match between the Beaver Boys and the Premier Gods. Tony Nese, Papadon, of course, make up the Premier Gods. Beaver Boys, Johnny Silver, and Alex Reynolds. Yeah. You're also going to have a cuffed and caged match. The A-listers take it on Joe Attell, Mike Verna, Talon, and Ian Aldwin. Yeah, and uh, we also got the NYWC Heavyweight Championship on the line. Devil's Outlaw Stockade defending that title against Drew Gulak. Should be interesting, but don't forget about that tag team match on the uh, tag team championship is on the line as Milk Chocolate takes on Flawless and Lawless. Overall, looks like it's going to be a really good and fun event to go to. Yeah, Thursday, July 30th. It's a summer show. Back to Thursdays, I guess. Yeah. NYWC Sportatorium in Deer Park, New York. Uh, visit nywcwrestling.com for more information and get your tickets. Go. Support them. Absolutely. Um, some more independent news. Warriors of Wrestling will have announced that they will be having the King of New York tournament being held September 12th. It's a 16-man, one-night tournament. The opening round will consist of four blocks containing of a fatal four-way match um, in each one. Participants will be announced throughout the summer, and so far they have announced Met Striker and Jigsaw. So stay in touch with Warriors of Wrestling for sure. Yeah, I guess not really independent news, but on not that level, but some huge news out of Mexico this past week. They announced that for the very first time in, what was it, since 1994 when Worlds Collide, um, since that pay-per-view, they're going to be airing AAA, Triple Mania on American pay-per-view. So they didn't, I don't That's, think... That should be a lot of fun. What, what's the date? Uh, it's August 9th. Okay. They didn't announce who the American commentating team is yet i don't uh-huh. think but uh hopefully they, not matt striker wow just saying 
But they announced the matches. Got Blue Damon Jr. taking and uh, LaParka teaming up to take on El Macias and Electroshock. You got Los Psycho Circus um, taking on Los Villanos in a hair versus hair match. You got Brian Cage taking on El Patron Alberto. And, that should be interesting. Hair versus hair match with those two? Yeah. And huh. then I believe for the first time ever, you have Miss Stezes taking on Rey Mysterio Jr. And uh, that's what's announced so far. So it's pretty cool. Seems, seems like an interesting card. Uh, everyone should definitely go check that out. Yeah, and, and it's uh, it's at a normal time. It's not like Japan where you have to wake up or start watching. What time did that start at? Like, that started at like 5.15. No, it didn't. I don't know. It was over by six, I think. It started. Oh, at, it? I think it's like started at three or something. No, I don't think it started that early. Oh, maybe it did three fifteen, three thirty. Yes, but this this I believe it starts at. That sounded weird, didn't it? I believe this starts. At, I believe I can fly. Yeah, I believe this starts at seven thirty normal pay per view time. Normal pay per view time. Yeah, All so right. definitely check it out. I'm sure there's going to be more announced. This is definitely um, basically their WrestleMania. So it's a huge event every year. So definitely check it out on pay-per-view August 9th. And uh, check your local listings, I guess. Moving on, some NXT. Got to cover that really quick. Uh, making her re-debut on, I guess, WWE Network. Eva Marie picked up a victory against Cassie. Uh, I think it's a solid, solid match. Definitely shows how much Eva Marie has improved since debuting, being basically thrown into the lines then. Yeah, she was really... Uh... Um, it's so so messed up the WWE just, set up in this. Yeah, it's so screwed up that she was just oh we're on Total Divas. Boom, you got a match, and she was completely not ready. Yeah, but now she still got. I mean, there's still tons of training that she has to do, but there was a huge improvement. And I feel like if this Eva Eva Marie debuted on NXT uh, instead of debuting when she did debut on Monday Night Raw, mm -hmm. I think fans would have been behind it. She yeah. she was way better than Dana Brooke. Or what is her name? Dana Brooke? Yeah, Dana Brooke. So, but uh, just, I guess another, I guess, impressive thing to me was uh, during the Vaude Villains tag team match, they defeated Angelo Dawkins and Sawyer Fulton. But the one thing I wanted to mention here was uh, Aiden English's no, not Aiden English. Simon Gotch was using his foot as as like a fist. I thought that was the craziest mm. thing. Like he was putting a headlock, and he lifted up his leg and got out of the headlock by bashing one of them in the head with the with his foot. Very interesting. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. And then uh, they signed. They had a contract signing for the uh, for the match, the title match, the NXT Championship at. Barclays Center, NXT TakeOver Brooklyn, and uh, Kevin Owens ended up attacking Balor, attacking Regal. Mm -hmm. So the match is set in stone now. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, some other news, Kurt Angle posted a blog about um, dream matches, and he said that he would like his retirement match to be against Daniel Bryan. 
someone that can captivate millions. And he was saying how if you if any if they give him and Daniel Bryan thirty minutes, he'll give them the match of the century. But I like I would love to see that, but not before we get to see something like Angle versus Zaro and Angle somehow versus Tyson Kidd. I think maybe we're only going to get team. maybe we'll get very minimal matches Dude, out of Angle. Yo, it could be. Kurt Angle and Daniel Bryan teaming up to take on Cesaro and Kid. This is like completely never will happen. No. And then never. down the line, Kurt Angle's like, "Yo, bro, let's let's do it." And then boom, Kurt Angle versus Daniel Bryan, WrestleMania Marl. kills it. They completely kill it. Marl. Come on, you don't think that'd be cool? No. You were the Marl. one with you were the one with the news. How do you want to set it up? You just want to see one match and that's it. Yeah, I'm good. Screw you. I'm not. One I want match. everything. I want everything. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of everything, Dave, shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Thank you very much to the following people for promoting us in the week of professional wrestling. Go follow John at Mr. John Faust. Eric at Montreal Broski. Jasmine at Reverse Anemsage, Sinner at Sinner40, Evan at Evan Bordner1. Uh, you could go check out B Mountain B at NYWC underscore sign guy. Uh, yeah, thank you all very much for promoting us uh, during Monday Night Raw. Much appreciated. Um, also, go check out the musical. Uh, um, musicians of Twitter, uh, Moonsault Music at Moonsault Music. You got Stephen um, at Stephen A eleven eighty one. Yeah, good times. Thank you very much, everyone, for tweeting us all that fun stuff. Yada yada yada. Buy the t shirt. Subscribe. Listen. Share. Blah blah blah. <laughs> Brandon, do you have share. any shout outs? Why did the chicken cross the road? To listen to Brandon's shoutouts, waka waka. <laughs> did you just give a shameless plug to share? Mm, no. You said, I mean, it sounded like you were saying shameless plug to share. I did. No, I mean, you said share the episode, but in my head, it sounded like you were giving a shameless plug to share. That's a good idea. But uh, for my shoutouts, first shoutout, surprising, I'll probably get heat for it, but goes to you two. Uh, I got the cheapest seats possible at Madison Square Garden. Went and saw them. Thought it was awesome. And uh, I was surprised at how good of a show it was. But I Very guess cool. I guess they're famous for their for their touring shows. I don't know. I some songs are good, some songs I'm like, eh. I mean I sat through a lot of songs that I didn't know, but the ones that I actually did get to hear, I'm like, damn, that's that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I got to hear Beautiful Day and in my head I'm just seeing Triple H. Coming back Bye. from his injury. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that video, yeah. <laughs> but uh, up next, though, uh, the summer tour rolled on. We got to see, uh, not we, I got to see Neil Young at Jones Beach. So, of course, he'll get a shout-out. Uh, that was another good show. That's like, his voice literally has not changed at all. I, yeah. I, I like Neil Young. You probably don't, but. I don't know. I don't know enough of him. 
Well, you should start listening to him. Uh, and then last shout-out goes to Sharknado 3. Chris Jericho was in it. He played Bruce, the ride attendant. I thought he was great in there. And even though Bruce got eaten by one of the sharks, maybe Bruce will have a twin brother for Sharknado 4. I thought, Jer like, literally Jericho was really great in that film. And uh, it had tons of cameos left and right. And uh, if you're if you're into cheesy things and you're out of macaroni, you should definitely check that out. There you go. It's a pretty cheesy joke, but did, were you uh, just to backtrack? Did you go to the U two show with Jimmy Fallon? In the no, Roots? that was last night or oh, no, okay. two nights ago actually. No, I went to the U two show where uh, who did they say? I don't know. They 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 announced that there were some celebrities in the crowd, but I uh, did it, doesn't he look like? Uh, Jeff Jarrett. Dude, yeah. that was hilarious. I literally, dude. <laughs> Did you mark? I didn't mark, but Bono, when the U2 hits the stage, it's this long stage. It's the whole arena bowl. There's like a, a long stage where the normal stage would be at Madison Square Garden. And it's like a huge walkway with a circle stage on the end at mm. the other side of the bowl. And you two came out on that side, so they were they came out closer to where I, I was dead center, but I got to see like they were pretty close to where I was sitting. Yeah, I mean pretty close on like sidewise, not height wise, because I was all the way up. But he, as soon as he comes out, he starts walking on the stage. I literally started laughing. I was like, dude, he looks just like Jeff Jarrett because he's wearing the 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 colored the colored lens glasses. He's got blonde hair now. That's weird. I thought it was the funniest thing. And then I tweeted out the picture that Madison Square Garden posted. And it looks just like Jeff Jarrett. It does. I, I, I laughed at it. Yeah. But it was a good show. And uh, But as, as far as Sharknado, I, I thought it was funny because I was tweeting about it. Live tweeting the Sharknado movie. And my tweet was on television. My tweet about Chris Jericho. I wasn't expecting that at all. But I thought it was funny. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, I, I still have to finish that movie. I only saw bits and pieces. They already signed up for nice, Sharknado nice 4. Point. Yeah, I would love to be in Sharknado 4 instead of instead of Pirates of the Caribbean 4. There you go. Or not 4. Uh, Pirates of I the Caribbean I guess they're going to do it where you can vote how Tauri dies. No, no, not how. If she oh, lives. Oh, if? Yeah. The, cause I the thought scene, it was how. The scene ends where... I don't want to spoil the movie, so yeah, I'm not going to. But it, it ends and it says... For Sharknado 4, use hashtag this, April, what's her name? I think it's April, maybe, or something, whatever her name is. Blank lives or blank dies. That's funny. So Any idea vote. what's in the lead? I have no, no clue. I voted for Liv. She's well, an awful actress, but I voted yeah. for her. She, I mean, she really is. She, she, there's, like, no range there. She's. I mean, these movies are ridiculous, but... Like oh, how, yeah. like David Hasselhoff is playing Ian Ziering's father. Ian Ziering is fifty something. David Hasselhoff is sixty something. David Hasselhoff would have had to have been twelve years old when he had Ian Ziering's character, if they were aged true. Yeah, true to their own age, but but yeah, it's they've had some really cool cameos across all three films. Very cool. And uh, now it's time for our Our 
Markout Moment of the Week. Brandon texted me earlier this day no, I didn't about text you. Uh, I didn't text a you at leak all. that took place involving Why would Alexa you say that Bliss I texted you? and WWE 2K16 marking out completely. Uh, Alexa Bliss was leaked as being a playable character in the WWE 2K16 video game. Which, I don't know if it's true or not. I mean, apparently they're, they've completely removed it off the 2K16 boards. Yeah, they. I mean, I tweeted out a photo from, uh, I guess from what I heard, it was a photo from a catalog in Italy. Uh, it also says that Andre the Giant, Hulk Hogan, Asterisk, and yeah, right. uh, Triple H, and the, and, Rock and the Rock. Yeah, so I guess not anymore for Hulk Hogan, but... Maybe we'll replace him with Samoa Joe. Maybe. But I think it'd be super cool if they got that, uh, this, what is it, Sparkle Splash, or does she call it? Yeah. So, I may, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll end up buying a PS4 this year. I hope Just not. Just for that video game? That's why I bought a PS3 in the first place. Oh. That's why I bought an Xbox. Or it's the ultimate of the ultimates when it comes to morals. No, because what? How am I? If I want to play a video game, but it's, as of right now, I said I don't want to be. I don't think I'll be wanting to play this video game because of how bad last year's was. Don't buy it. Save your money. No, I got. I get them at, at a huge discounted rate. So. Yeah. Sure. I, I know a guy who gets it off a truck. No, I'm just kidding. I don't. <laughs> Five finger uh, discount. Yeah, yeah, right off of online. Yeah, no, are you I, shopping with Emma? So dude, that too is too soon. Marking out. And no, I use gift. I use gift cards. Episode two thirty three. Uh, thank you very much for listening this week. If you choose to, which you will choose to, go buy our T shirt. Overslingtees.com oh, slash marking out. Another thing that was put on the internet about 2K16. Apparently, WWE was sending around surveys uh, asking people if they would like to have what was like crossover people in the games, like somebody like LeBron, Shaquille O'Neal, Terminator, um, Wolverine. I don't think they said Wolverine wasn't listed, but I think it was Batman, Captain America. Conan O'Brien and Jon Stewart, I know we're on the list. So I'm all for that. I think it was cool with uh, back in the day, WCW used to do that. Like they would have Hoof Hearted on there and yeah, and other, it, on other fun people. But as long as it doesn't take away from oh, the, the um, roster. Sci-fi things like zombies, vampires. Yeah, that I don't want at all. That was another choice, I think. I don't want that. I want like real things. Like if you're going to do Wolverine, I want you guys to get the likeness of Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Like, you guys get Mike Tyson, you guys get Fred Durst in the past. But, ugh. what, ugh, what? Fred Durst? Well, I mean, I don't want Fred Durst in the current game, I'm just saying. I I'm think fine with Wolverine, but I don't care if it's Hugh Jackman or comic book Wolverine. I would prefer Hugh Jackman Wolverine, just because it's real, as opposed to cartoon. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I get your drift. Doesn't make a difference to me though. Well, to me, it kind of makes a difference. It's mm -hmm. it's a difference between playing a WWE game where it's supposed to look realistic as anything, and then playing Capcom versus Marvel. Well, from what I hear, the best shirt to be wearing at the current time is a marking out T-shirt supporting USA, which you can go <laughs> buy 
ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkinOut. As I also sit. Also get your Regardless t-shirt as well. That as is I, three. As I sit here in a WCW Monday Night Jericho t-shirt. There you go. <laughs> uh, go like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash MarkinOut. Follow us on Twitter. Twitter.com slash MarkinOut. Follow Brandon on Twitter at BTTG161. You could follow me on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. I, I don't think I've tweeted for the year yet. Who are you, me? Yeah. Also, thank you once again for our musical interlude, uh, Carve Your Niche. Go check them out at uh, CYN Band. Um, and anything else? We wish you the smash it on the ground, David. Best, Best of luck in your future, future endeavors.